Advent is a time of waiting and a season of preparing for Christmas. First Baptist Church of Athens, Georgia offers devotions prepared by our members to bring you daily inspiration during Advent. The devotion begins with the music of green sleeves, played on flutes by Sarah Delbane, followed by a reading from a daily carol, then a personal reflection on the question, What brings you hope this Advent and Christmas season? The carol reading today is verse 1 and 3 from Silent Night, Holy Night, read by Wesley Ann Hogan. The personal reflection is from Jamie Hogan. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild. Sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. Silent night, holy night, son of God, love's pure light. Radiant beams from thy holy face, with dawn of redeeming grace, Jesus Lord at thy birth, Jesus Lord at thy birth. As an English major, an English teacher for many years, and now a professor in English education, the study of the origins of words, what we call etymology, has always intrigued me. And so here we are in the midst of Advent, a season of abiding hope. Advent derives from the Latin adventus, meaning a coming, approach, arrival. And hope comes to us from Old English, hopa, meaning confidence in the future especially with God or Christ, as a basis for hope. In the etymological sense, Advent and hope are one and the same, both marked by anticipation, situated in some future space that we gravitate hungrily toward, as if our past and present spaces are wanting in some way and in need of transformation. And, if we are being honest, they are. We, as a collective of the Christian faith, are wanting for those very principles embodied by the incarnation we celebrate during the season of Jesus' birth. We want for a just world, one where a black man can live and breathe and run through any neighborhood without being lynched by white supremacists. We want for a welcoming world, one where no human life is illegal or relegated to prisons at our borders. We want for a loving world where love is love and no one kind of partnership is valued more than another. We want for a forgiving world 
where the prisoner is not alone and grace abounds. We want for a fully representative world where, at minimum, the nativity scenes we purchase and the faith-based text we navigate do not contribute to the literal whitewashing of our faith. We want for an empathetic world, one where we do not have to walk precisely in someone's shoes to care that their journey is hard, to lend a hand or a listening ear, or even better, our own privilege to make the path a little smoother. We want for a trusting world that values education and science and the arts and understands the value of each in making our faith stronger and our work more impactful. To fully realize our hopes for an existence that truly honors the life and teachings of Jesus Christ, we must reject the individualism and the nativism sweeping this land and respond as Jesus once did with radical, authentic love. The teachings of Desmond Tutu, Archbishop Emeritus of Southern Africa, are predicated on the concept of Ubuntu, translated as, I am because we are. Tutu used this concept as he led South Africa's Truth and Reconciliation Commission in helping South Africa reckon with and heal from the human rights violations during the period of apartheid. In essence, Ubuntu easily aligns with Christianity in that our individual existence is bound up with that of our neighbors. Our humanity thrives and the world is made better when we care for and act alongside one another. There are movements in our distant and not so distant history that remind us of the power of such work, where action and hope collide to shift our collective humanity forward. The American labor movement, the civil rights movement, the migrant workers movement, women's suffrage, DACA and DREAMers, LGBTQ rights, all movements of hope, and the work of hope continues in these times. This Advent season, let us honor the birth of Jesus Christ by recommitting ourselves to his teachings, not only in our personal lives, but beyond, into our communities and the public sphere. May we shed whatever discomfort or fear or judgments that otherwise barricade us from truly embracing the embodied Jesus at the margins of our society. In a recent piece for Baptist News Global, Robert P. Jones advises us, as we take part in this Advent season, to sit with the dissonance. We can hold these alternative images before us as we read the familiar text and sing the familiar carols, allowing this light to enliven our moral and theological imaginations. As the days grow shorter, as the light of the Advent candles flickers and dances across the shadows, guide us through this time of intimate reflection, quiet anticipation, and all of the big hard questions that come with it. In closing, I would like to invite you to pray along with me a prayer written by Enuma Okoro, recently published in Sarah Bessie's edited collection, A Rhythm of Prayer. Merciful Lord, Sometimes it seems like we can't help but lose our way again and again. Our hearts long to follow you, but you know the way of the human heart. You know how in our misguided longings we veer off 
are journeying to you and begin to chart our own ways by false stars and distorted visions. Forgive us. Forgive us for all the times we are tempted by the hints of light instead of remaining steered by the assurance of light. Forgive us when we forget that we are already claimed by you, loved by you, and purposed for you. Forgive us when we allow ourselves to shape and be shaped by words and voices that do not bring life, create life, nurture life, sustain life, or resurrect life. Merciful God, help us find our way again. Turn us back towards the road spotted with your other pilgrims, wayfarers, and repentant servants. Remind us that your way is the way of returning. Guide us by your spirit and by your light. Make us remember the power of the Spirit within us. Make us remember the gifts of our minds, our hearts, and our bodies that you have bestowed on us, that we would use them to honor the directives and the invitations you lay upon us. We know that our ways are not your ways, and we thank you for this. Help us trust your ways over our ways. Remind us of your faithfulness as you forgive us our short memory in your immeasurable love, grace, mercy, and wisdom. Do not abandon us, regardless of how often we lose our way. Place your wound, wounded hands upon our broken hearts and turn us towards you, Lord of light, Lord of life, Lord of resurrection. Amen. Amen.